0: Who is Noen Shannual? Kyle Harrison is finally getting called up to the San Francisco Giants. Join us today as we talk must-add players from this weekend on today's action-backed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball.
1: You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DonMartinoFB. You know, as always, it's my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Arne, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Arne. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you do those two things for us. And if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit the little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. On Subtext, it's a one-on-one, in-depth, personalized experience through text messaging. We offer a lot more on there than we can in this 30-minute podcast. So check us out on Subtext. Today's episode is brought to you by the GameTime app. Download Game Time, create an account, and use the code MLB for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, and the lowest price is always guaranteed. Locked on Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for today. As always, let us be your team secret weapon where we provide you with the best players to add from this weekend. Matt, we got a couple of young guns. Which one's up first, brother?
1: Man, we're going to talk about Mr. Mason Win, baby. Um, he could possibly get you the win for the rest of the season in stolen bases in full-blown Roto Leagues. Um, my guy has had a 43 stolen base season, a 32 stolen base season, so it looks like my guy is just going to steal everything under the sun. He may be the new Mr. Steal Your Girl. Um, on top of that, he had, he does bat a nice 288 this year and 283 last year. Um, he has 18 bombs this year along with seven triples and 15 doubles. I like the stats. I would love to see if he actually has the power and whatnot, because I mean, what what I hear, what I see when I see um, seven triples, I mean, obviously you're fast because you're able to make it around the bases, but also to that you're able to put it deep into the outfield and the, in the gap where, you know what, like, Hey, it may be like one of those things where it's just missing the over, over the fence thing where that could push it to 22 home home runs versus, you know, 18. So, I want to see what Mason Wynn can actually do in the Bigs. I'm actually really excited to see if, you know, what he can actually do and pull together in the Bigs. So, Mason Wynn is somebody I'm really interested in as shortstop. So, let's see what he could do rest of the season. He's one of those September call ups that can really make a difference on your uh, fantasy roster. So, I'm honestly adding Mason Wynn.
0: Yeah, Mason Win, twenty-two percent owned already. We talked about Mason Win last week. We did our prospect to watch for the September call-up, you know, show, and we said, "Hey, get out ahead of it. Get Mason Win." I think Matt and I had him ranked pretty highly, um, in the sense of which guys are actually going to get called up, you know, this um uh, late August, early September. Mason Win definitely worth the ad right now. He is currently. He went. I think he's three for eleven, including today. Mason Win went two for four today. He's been hitting ninth, so I don't love that for him. It looks good for um, runs, but not great for RBIs. Uh, the power—he's starting to tap into that, you know, power a little bit, uh, especially this year. 105 games, 18 homers. But as Matt mentioned, he's really, really known for his speed. So if you need somebody that's going to, you know, contribute in speed, uh, going to contribute in runs, and potentially give you something in the batting average and power department. Uh, i'd give mason win the shot i don't know if he's the my number one guy we're going to talk about today but uh mason win is definitely somebody to uh, you know at least minimum throw on your watch list and see what happens with the kid it's only 21 years old you know sometimes it takes a little bit of just uh time to adjust a big league pitching but that's mason win for you guys this next one kind of came out of left field and i don't know if anybody saw this happening but knowing uh, how do we say his Matt? uh Shanuel I yeah. think it's Shanuel
1: no, Nolan yeah. Shanuel yeah
0: Nolan. Nolan Shanuel this kid man uh he's played 21 games in the minors before he gets the call to the bigs um some recent names that have actually done this in the year they were drafted to get called up uh Ryan Zimmerman in 2005 Andrew Miller in 2006 and Chris Sale in 2010 so that's the kind of you know um that that's where the names that he's fitting in with at the moment. And those are some really big, big names. Um, so far through his first three big league games, he led off in all three. I love to see that. He is batting 250 with four runs. Um, I, I just I don't really know what to say here about Nolan because it's really we're in unprecedented cat uh an unprecedented ground right now. I know he went on waivers. For every Yahoo league right away, even if you have a league where you're al- normally allowed to just add somebody straight out, um, Yahoo is not allowing that. They are saying, hey, he needs to go on waivers because, you know, he wasn't even in the system by the time he was called up. So through three leagues in the minors, Nolan shanuel had 21 games, 73 at-bats, 20 runs, four doubles, a triple, a home run, 15 RBIs, two steals and 21 walks to 10 strikeouts, hitting 370. With a over a thousand OPS, so I mean, uh, you know, it, it, the he's showing he can do it. Let's see what he can do in the big leagues. Um, if I'm in a league where you have to, you know, spend money to get him, I'm probably saying if you have a hundred dollar budget, I would throw thirty to forty dollars on him. Maybe potentially, if you really need a first baseman at the moment, if you're looking for a placement for like Jose Abreu or somebody like that uh Shanuel might might be really good but at 21 years old this first taste of the bigs I'm not 100% sure on the kid yet.
1: Yeah, so here's the deal. Like I'm adding him everywhere I go just based off of the fact that this kid got the got the um the call up within 21 games. I don't care that the Angels have just been like super aggressive with all their prospects. Yeah, they have like, been. Th- this is, this is so outside of that. This is just unprecedented in every single which level that you can possibly think of in terms of baseball, um, especially for a hitter perspective. I can understand a pitcher, especially if they pitched in college, right? Whereas, like, shang has been a, like a – he played in co- uh, college himself. Like, last year – this year he was playing in college, um, where he just had an incredible college career. I mean, like, if you really go back to 2023, right, for his three – for um for his Florida Atlantic team, right? He had 280 uh 197 at bats, 70 runs in that span, 18 doubles, 4 triples, 19 bombs, 64 ribs, 14 stolen bases, and batted 447. And this is in college. Now, I mean, you know, you're talking about college baseball, right? So automatically how I equivalent this is A plus ball. Because most of the most of the talent is A plus, except for the pitching. I would say most of the really good pitchers do not go to college. They just go right to the MLB and they go play rookball and they go play double A and single A. Um, that's really where it's at. But for him to post up that and then translate instantly tells me that Chenal really is a special talent. Um, how long it will take him to actually translate is going to be a thing. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to add him and not miss out. If he does hit, he's going to be big. So yeah, I'm hitting about 40 to 50% of my budget. Um, you know, it is what it is at that aspect because you know what, I'm not going to miss out on the talent. If he flops in two weeks, I'm okay with dropping him, but I'm also going to put out everything I can because if he does hit, the likelihood of it is probably the probability is higher of him hitting based off of where the Angels have moved him up to be. They wouldn't put him in a position to fail, for instance. But before we move on, and spend, um, spend more time on Noel and Chenault or any of the other prospects like the Reds prospect who got called up in Canazio Strand, a guy we've talked about a bunch, and a journeyman himself. Dom has a great, great sponsor he has to talk about.
0: Have you ever tried to buy tickets to see your favorite artist or sports team and wound up being stressed out by how much of a hassle it can be? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's why you need to check out the Game Time app. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Using the Game Time app is super rewarding with flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images and views from the, sit- the seats you'll be sitting in. Lowest price guarantee and event cancellation protection. I mean, there's a reason it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price is always guaranteed. And dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing our Diamond Club on the subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands-on waiver wire rankings, call-up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the subtext website today and let us take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, keep saying it. We'll continue to say it if you're already a member of the Diamond Club. And if you join before September 1st, you get that uh, chance to be in the raffle to join our listener league for next year. This is the, you know, first chance we're giving out, you know, where it's going to be a great time. You know, talk a little trash, come play with the pros, show Matt and I what you got. And it's, it's just going to be fun. Another fun way to get to know you guys a little bit more. But um, let's get back into this thing. Let's move on to this next guy here and let's talk about Christian Encarnacion Strand. Now, Strand, he's been pretty solid since he's got the call. He hasn't been, like, blowing anybody away, but he's definitely been serviceable through 29 games. He has 12 runs, 2 doubles, 4 homers, 15 RBIs, a steal, and the 263 batting average to go with it. Kind of hoping for a little bit more power here from Encarnacion Strand. And through his last um, 14 days, he has 4 runs, 3 homers, 6 RBIs, a steal, batting 250 with an 808 OPS. So he's starting to tap into the power a little bit more. Batting averages, you know, a little bit lower than I'd like at the 250 mark for the last 14 days. But I think he's starting to progress a little bit, starting to see the ball a little bit better. I mean, this is a guy who's never hit lower than 304 in the minors, but it takes time to adjust. That's why when I was talking about Shanuel um, and Wynn and any of these young guys that first get the call, you know, you're not really expecting any of them to just come up and be an Acuna, be a Tatis. Um, a Luis Robert guys. That's just kind of, you know, Juan Soto guys that have translated right away, but strand at 23, you know, he's a little bit older, you know, he's starting to look a little bit better and he's still only 41% owned for Strand. So, you know what? I think he's still out there and get him. I would take him over. um Shanuel at first base. And like I said, he's still looking for replacements out there. I think Encarnacion strand is going to start, you know, to hit the ground running with that lineup, the uh, De La Cruz, McLean, you know, I know they have been playing great of late, but I think they're going to turn it around, and I think that whole you know young core that Cincinnati has there is going to look a little bit better down the stretch here in the season.
1: Yeah, and don't forget he also hits in the uh, Great American Hitter Park, so you know it's it's one of those things where I just I like Strand a lot, and I think that you know what I would take him over Chanel, but you know Incarnation Strand just has a lot of that upside, so let's let's add him, let's add him everywhere. He should be about seventy percent owned in my opinion. But let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Nolan Jones, um, Colorado Rocky, about thirty-three percent owned. Somebody else who's just been performing out of the out to the Wazoo over the last week. Five runs, a bomb, seven ribs, a stolen base, batting about three seventy-five. Over the last month, he's got thirteen ribs, five bombs, nineteen ribs. Sorry, thirteen runs, five bombs, nineteen ribs, three stolen bases, about two ninety-two. So, like. I like what Nolan Jones is doing. He's performing. He's doing well. And the home run upside is when he's at home at Coors Park, he's just going to be another like quote unquote great American hitter park because Nolan Jones could send that out the world, um, out the stadium as well because Nolan Jones is low key, got some power. He's six foot four, 195 pounds. If this kid puts on like 10, 15 pounds, like the upside is outrageous. So in like keeper leagues, I'm really paying attention to what he does at the end of the season to see how he rounds out the season and if the power starts to show up. Um, but for this year specifically, I mean, in Coors Park, it's just going to be fun to have Nolan Jones, and the way he's performing is really nice, so I'm adding him almost everywhere.
0: Yeah, Matt. This guy, you know, is already on a thirty home, thirty plus home run pace right yep. now. So if he does put that weight on for next year, forget about it. As a twenty six year old. I think Nolan Jones could really have a breakout year next year in a, a full season. Since they moved on from Krohn and uh, Grichik, this guy's been hitting fourth, fifth, great spot for him in that lineup. I know the lineup itself isn't fantastic, but that's just a great spot to you know produce runs, get driven in. He honestly is a five category guy with you know 12 homers and you know and eight steals through 67 games played it's really really scary to think how good this kid could be a lot of upside for nolan jones 33 owned honestly if i needed a guy for like you know like the next week i would take nolan jones over everybody we've talked about so far and i would even take him over this next guy as well not really much more to say here on nolan jones besides he has a lot a lot of upside probably my favorite guy my hitter favorite hitter that we're going to talk about today but let's move on to that last bat, you know, um, as I'm speaking of it here, and it's Eddie Rosario. He's just been so hot and cold this year when he's on a good run, he's on a good run, and he's on one of those heaters again. So at 30% owned, I think you need to go out there and just grab Eddie Rosario and ride him to the wheels fall off. Last seven days, monstrous stats, six runs, three homers, 10 RBIs, 476 batting average, and a OPS. I mean, the the guy's on another planet right now. Uh, He they moved him up to second in the lineup today. Before that, he was hitting sixth and seventh. But like I said, Eddie Rosario is one of those hot and cold guys. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's not. Eddie Rosario pick him up till the wheels fall off, and then you can let him go again.
1: Yeah, facts. I mean, I completely agree with that. I mean, it is he is just you know. A hot and cold player, so I would roll with a great takedown. Let's talk about some pitching. Let's talk about a great call up today. Diamond Club got this right when it happened. Um, you guys getting it on Monday, which is still a great time. It's Kyle Harrison. Um, Kyle Harrison, top prospect, um, has had a rough season, has about a four, six, seven ERA on the year, hasn't really been performing, but you know, it's really just all based off of the last month, um, in June in july those two months he had a six era but if you go back to like may he had a 338 april a little bit heavy on a 402 but then you go to august and he has a 386 era so a little high but you know he's still doing his thing um you know he's one of those guys that just had a top 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 um and upside where like you know the kid has some really great stuff so like maybe they're trying something new which is like really just kind of like inflating his numbers and whatnot because in 2022 he had a 271 era in 2021 he had a 319 era to go with that he had an innings pitch of in 2022 of 113 and had 186 strikeouts and then in 2021 he had 98 innings pitch and had 157 the kid is a strikeout machine so we'll see what kyle harrison can actually do in the bigs you know he may have a super and this is my prediction a super high whip with You know, games where it's like, oh, my God, he looks like a mad genius. And then other games where his ERA gets blown up because he's putting hanging balls in bad spots because he's just trying to strike out everybody under the sun. He has an incredibly high whip. So Kyle Harrison is going to be a very volatile start moving forward just in general as a fantasy prospect and somebody that you're going to add probably because I'm adding him just based off of a speculative aspect of it but also to just for to see what the upside is in in good matchups i'm rolling him out there in bad matchups i'm gonna you know pick and choose if he can prove himself to be some somewhat consistent kyle harrison has all the upside in the world but i want to see it before i start rolling him out in those um you know matchups and whatnot but i do love kyle harrison i love the upside i love what he can do i love the fact that he can just get me eight million strikeouts if you really go for it so kyle harrison is a must add to me
0: yeah, great take on Kyle Harrison. I don't, I don't know if I'm considering him a must-add at the moment. Uh, 22 years old, 6'2", 200 pounds. Matt, he gets your Phillies in his first start on the 22nd, which I believe is Tuesday. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to see. A good lineup for him to, you know, uh, get that first, you know, t- big test in the big leagues. Uh, I, I'm kind of more of the wait and see with Kyle Harrison because, as Matt mentioned, he hasn't really been great this year. He does have a lot of upside. Probably throwing him on my watch list for now at 10% roster, unless you're in a really deep league. If you're in a 15-man and only that type of situation, yeah, definitely pick him up right now if he's available. Anything shallower than that, probably going to do the wait-and-see method here with Kyle Harrison because I'm not too sure how it's going to work out for him, especially in that first start. If anything, if you really want to pick him up, pick him up. Might throw him on the bench for that first one. And then if he performs well, then I'm rolling him back out there. But let's move on to this next guy. I'm kind of excited to talk about him. That's Hinjin Ryu. Uh, dude's been, you know, fantastic since he's uh, come back. 14 innings, eight strikeouts, two five seven ERA, one oh seven WHIP. He's got one win, and I don't even think that's including today, where he went five innings, got seven strikeouts, no earned, one whip, got the win against the Reds in, you know, um, Great American Small Park, as Matt was talking about earlier, against the Cincinnati Reds. Hitters Park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so I guess I'll I'll go with Matt I, will, I guess I'll hear we'll have to call a great American hitters part but um 40% rostered right now for Ryu I think he's a must add at the moment because we all know his upside and if he don't he was always pretty solid with the Dodgers he's just been solid over his whole career I really like Ryu a lot you know just big lefty that can get it done
1: yeah facts I mean Ryu is somebody we called said hey you he might want to stash this kid so like He's one of those players where I'm all, really all about it. And before we move on, we talk about a meter that's always running. We talk about a Baltimore pitcher that's just always getting it. And somebody that might assassinate everybody with the Assad over here. And we'll find out. But we right now, we got a break for you. All right. And we're back. All right. We're going to talk about Mr. Cole Irving of the uh, Baltimore Orioles over here. Um, Has had a really solid month. Like, I mean, really solid. Um, 16 innings, 17 Ks, a two, seven, six ERA with a one Oh four whip looking good. I mean, he's not somebody I'm like running out there and going to add or anything like that. But what I do, what I am looking for in a pitcher off the waiver wire is somebody that's going to caper nine and, you know, keeping it under four and right now he's keeping it under three. So i I like this in the last month appearances and on top of that, it's on the Baltimore Orioles, which is really nice. Just the Orioles are running through things. And getting stuff done, so like the probability of getting a win is high. Cole Irving has been consistent over the last month, keeping the ERA down, keeping the whip down. So in a K per nine, that that's all the boxes checked for a pitcher that I like to add. So right now I'm just adding Cole Irving. I mean I don't know if I'm gonna roll him out against like the Dodgers, for instance, but if the matchups right, the matchups right for me, and I'll roll him out. It looks like he'll probably get he Colorado. Pitched, yeah, Colorado. Is it at Colorado? Yeah.
0: No, it's in Camden. Oh, so then, yeah, you know what, one.
1: that's a really good one. Colorado has been absolutely doo-doo outside of Nolan Jones. So, you know what, if he can pitch around Nolan Jones, he's going to be successful. It looks like he can, so, like, I'm going to roll Cole Irving out there, no question.
0: Yeah, Matt, I'm I'm on board with you. You read off the stats of, of recently. They look great. Cole Irving had a serviceable year last year. He wasn't fantastic, but, as I said, serviceable Three 3.980, all right, 181 innings, 128 strikeouts, and a one whip. So he definitely has upside, but Matt, good take on Cole Irving. I really don't have much else to add besides he's 14% owned. He's available almost everywhere. Next, we'll move on to one of Matt and I's boys. You know, he was a late-round sleeper coming into the year, and he has just not lived up to the hype, and it's Reed Detmers. You know, no, can't really hide the, the lead on that one. He's been... He, he had a good start in his last timeout. I'm leaving it at that. He had a good start his last timeout, and it was at Texas. And we all know the Rangers have been one of the better lineups in all of baseball. 7.1 innings, got the win, five strikeouts, no earned, and he had a 068 whip. So I don't, I, Reed Demers has been playing with his velocity, especially on that slider. He's been trying it. You know, he came into the year throwing it really hard, and then he tried to slow it back down a little bit, and he was having some success with that. Uh, And then he started to get smacked around again. So he's just been really, really inconsistent this year. He's had some really high notes, some really low notes. He gets Cincinnati next time out. Cincinnati hasn't been great. He gets them, you know, in L.A. He doesn't have to go to Great American Hitter Park, as Matt would call it. And I think there's a chance here he might be able to figure it out and have a nice run to the end of the year like he did last year. Um, 32% owned on Yahoo for, for Reed Detmers. And I just hope that he can start the Demeter back up and keep it running the rest of the way. We all know the upside here for this young gun and it is tremendous if he can pull it all together.
1: Yeah. I mean the, you know, it, it's weird. Like, you know, it's the difference between a cabin and a, um, and a parking spot honestly with Reed Detmers in terms of like the meter running here. Cause either there's going to be a cab ride to the airport, which is going to be super expensive and cost you a week almost with the ERA, or he's going to be great and get you around the park and, you know, you're going to be able to you know, park your car for real nice and cheap. It just really a matter of what we can do for you. So I'm adding him for now as a speculative possible good start. But let's move on here. Um Let's talk about Mr. Javier Assad here. Um He's been solid over the last month, 24 innings pitch, two wins, 16Ks, a 188 ERA with a .96 whip. I like the surrounding numbers, but not the counting stats. For instance, like I don't like the – Under the K per nine. Well under, I might add, too, because he's about eight under. So, like, I mean, but Assad could get the job done. He's one of those, like, ERA deflators, meaning he'll deflate it down to, like, maintain what it's going to be. But he hasn't been absolutely wonderful either. So we'll see, like, what Assad can do. I'm willing to roll him out against a good matchup and whatnot, but, like, he's not my favorite of all the names and whatnot. He's going out against Detroit at Detroit. So pitcher-friendly park. That's great American pitcher-friendly park. Um, you know, Assad can, you know, possibly do his thing as long as he can work around Riley Green and Torkelson and really just make things, you know, difficult for those two. Yeah, so don't... No, no
0: love for Kerry Carpenter.
1: Ah, I forgot about that, dude. You know what? He's he's still like, you know, he's doing great. Don't get me wrong. I, know, I was just
0: I was just joshing around.
1: You know, he's just he's one of those dudes. That, like, I just want to see him keep doing it for like another couple of weeks. And then yeah. I can kind of put him in that category. But like Torque, we've kind of glad we've seen it. and. Riley Green I pretty much called. He's so, been on
0: another level. He's been on another level with yeah. like that Riley Green kid.
1: Yeah, it's just like thank you dude for finally showing up. I mean not finally. I mean you're finally just healthy. But you know, he's got the uh Aaron Judginess in it, so it is what it is. But um anyway, let's talk about Mr. Assad here. Um Assad, I think I can roll him out and I could I could feel somewhat comfortable to, you know, get him out there against him. There is that possibility. That start comes on. Let me just double check on that. Um Comes out on the twenty first, which is tomorrow. I don't know if I'm really feeling great about starting him off with my week with Assad, but he's probably going to have a second start this week if, if the Pittsburgh. matchup is good. Looks like
0: Pittsburgh. At, at Pittsburgh. Yeah,
1: so that's the start. I I am willing to roll him out there. So I may not roll him out tomorrow, which is today when you're listening, but I am willing to roll him out against Pittsburgh. So Assad is probably a better ad for the weekend.
0: Yeah, Matt, great take on Assad. You know, I'm throwing him out there for both games. I want to see where it goes. As we mentioned, there's only a few players on Detroit to be scared of. And as you also mentioned, Big Park, you know, pitcher friendly. Assad, you know, the last two years, including, you know, even that, that the stint in the minors last year looked pretty good, you know, at, you know, 24, 25. Looks like he's starting to figure things out a little bit. Hey, you know, he might not be a K per K-9 guy, but as I mentioned, he could suppress the lawns a little bit, whips a little bit high. This is a deeper league play. Don't don't me, Javier Assad's a deeper league play at the moment. He's currently only thirteen percent owned on Yahoo, so you know out of everybody we're talking about, he's probably low man on this holding pole. But I still think there is room to get Javier Assad into your rotation and kind of just ride the wave. Two friendly matchups this week, and if he can you know perform well in both of those, looks like he might even get Cincinnati um, next week. But it's also at you know Great American Small Park or Hitter Park, as Matt would like to call it. So that one's a little risky, but with Javier Assad. You can at least take the chance for now and see where it takes you. But, Matt, anything else here before we wrap up, brother?
1: We're chilling, man. Let's get this thing done.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. So, guys, that is all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making to our everydays and new listeners. Thank you for making Lockdown Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And, guys, we'll be back tomorrow. Matt, what do we got on the board for tomorrow? What are we going to do? Um, mm, I'm not 100% sure yet. Stashes, baby. Yeah, I think we're doing stashes per normal. I'm going to do guys to stash on your IL. But guys, until then, we will see you. Peace.